What's up, everyone? Glad you could join us for another episode of Core 4 Life. We're your hosts, Ryan, Mike, Matt, and Andrew. We provide content aimed at four key pillars in our lives. Be fit, be driven, be noble, and be chill, with our faith as the foundation. We're talking to some awesome guests along the way, as well as tackling different topics, all in the pursuit of staying accountable with each other and living our lives the way God intended. Please subscribe and review the podcast if it's been impactful for you in any way, and follow us on social media to find out if there may be something missing in your life. Let's jump into today's episode after a quick ad for our sponsor. All right, guys. So I've got a topic for you that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, obviously, won't go into any specifics, but you know, there are some people in our lives that can be a little bit difficult to understand and maybe a little bit difficult to love. And yet God calls us to love everyone, like not just tolerate everyone, to love everyone. So I wanted to kick that around and see what you guys had to say about that. If you have any experience in um, how to approach that, things that you've done that have been able to show people love that might feel you know hard to love, um, just throwing it out there. Let's kick it around a little bit. First of all, I like the topic a lot, and I feel like it's very timely. Um, Kind of the, the first place I think my mind goes is that like just thinking like the churches and like Christians, like the way that we're viewed or the church is viewed maybe from society. And like one of the most common things you hear is that like the church is judgy mm-hmm. like we're judgy. Like we were quick to condemn people for things that they do for lifestyle for whatever. And that, I think like that it's not not a great reputation for us. Well, I think that that's for good reason though in some cases because you have some of those churches like what is it Westboro or West like they stand oh, outside yeah. concerts and yell God hates fags and right like uh-huh. all those all those just screaming those just yeah. nasty things at people. So I think that in some cases it's, it's like that's not helpful. Right. It's not it's not <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah. Like that's not whatever you think you're trying to do like that's not helping. Right. So yeah, so I would agree. I think that's where like when my mind goes, it's like we've done a, a fair, or at least a lot of us have done like a fairly poor job. I'm probably myself like included in that, in like reaching out and being intentional to have relationships even with people that are maybe from a different viewpoint of mine. And sometimes I think it, it runs, you know, vice versa too. That a lot of people don't want to hear Christians' opinions and they're judgy yeah. <laughs> right back the same way. So I think it can kind of cut both ways, but I feel like like in a sermon a while, a couple of years ago that I remember hearing it stuck with me that it was like Christians, like of all people should be the hardest to offend. Mm-hmm. Like if we know the truth, we know that the gospel is we're all sinners. Like even us that have feel like we haven't done much bad things like in our lives, like we still don't make it to heaven. Christ covers all of us. We need Christ to cover us with our sins. So if you've done a, a lot of bad things or you've done a little bit of bad things, like you're still separated from God. So like as a Christian, we should know that. And we should know that we're not any better than these people that maybe don't know the truth. 
and are living whatever way that they're living. And so like, it should be hard to offend us. And I think a lot of times we feel like we got to stick up for, for Christ in some way. And like, Mm -hmm. I think, I think he's good. I think he's got it. Right. Um, but I feel like we're like offended a lot of times when we don't need to be. Mm -hmm. And we could be like a little bit more secure in that. And that would make it easier for us then to reach out, build relationships with people that might live very counter to kind of like, you know, everything that we believe in terms of what we see in scripture as laid out as truth and the way that God intends things, the way God designed things. But we don't need to be scared or worried about somebody who maybe doesn't believe that we can still befriend them, love them, be in community with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we, we probably dropped the ball on that a little bit. Yeah. I know I have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the broad, you know, the broad brushstroke of it is there are people who have like completely different viewpoints than us and just kind of groups of people. So, you know, I mean, you have like political differences between people and, you know, I, I want to keep on kind of that broad, that broad spectrum right now, but then a little bit later in the conversation, we'll dig in a little bit closer. So dive into kind of like those personal relationships where you have somebody who's in your life, but you know, it, maybe it's a struggle to, to see eye to eye, to really love them the way that Christ would want you to love them. So let's keep going on the, the broad spectrum a little bit in the kind of maybe political differences or just differences in, uh, you know, how people live their lives and, you know, how we can approach that as maybe the bigger church. Yeah, I was, I would say I have people in my life that are Christians that I have very differing opinions to that are politically focused and just culturally focused that are very different. And then I have non-Christians in my life that are very similar focused in political and cultural uh, opinions. So I, I don't think that necessarily plays a ton into it. And it just depends on where you're coming up with that truth. And for me, like I know we talked about this, I didn't have a ton of uh, preparation into this when we were talking about it. And I like to kind of get my thoughts in order when we're going into it. But Mike was against recording this episode. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it it's all know. good. It's, I feel like clear it's from a, that comment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it because it, it's, it's a deep episode to really dive into because a lot you can unpack. Like you can, there's yeah. so yeah. much yeah. A lot of that directions you, can, you could go. There's so much you can dive into as far well, let's as. Let's scratch the surface now and we can uncover some let's places. Let's scratch it. Let's just tickle at it. Itch it. Pick at it. <laughs> just, just get right in there a little bit. Okay. And. <laughs> Go as deep as you want. And yeah, I mean, cause, cause there is, I have, I have some very differing opinions with other Christians that I'm friends with that, you know, you can, you can have those differing opinions with, but as long as your main truth stays the same, then those differing opinions can, they can, can be fine. It can be good, good points of, of contrast and things to talk about, but every difference of opinion starts with where your main truth comes from that's true to unpack that a little bit more so if somebody else they get not a christian different sorts of truth don't believe the bible like how's a way that you can still be in fellowship with them build a relationship with them with 
you know, kind of the end goal, I mean, I think is that you can share the gospel with them, that you can present that truth. Mm-hmm. But if they're not there now, how do you, how do you bridge that gap? Yeah. How do you, how do you, yeah. How do you bridge that gap and not just come out of the gates firing in a way that they're going to be like, okay, well, I don't believe <laughs> that. And now I, now I don't even want to see you anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what Ryan's main point is here. And how do you, continue to love them in that situation where you have that big difference of opinion. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is when someone is far apart from where you are on, from where your truth comes from, it all starts with how you interact with them and how you treat them as a person. And that shouldn't change whether they have the same beliefs as you or whether they have differing beliefs as you, you should treat them the same you need to love them. You need to treat them, probably even treat them better to get them to even be willing to have a conversation with you if they wouldn't be willing to have a conversation with you in the first place. Cause like a lot of people, I mean, we love to have some deep conversations about different topics and dive into it. But if somebody is unwilling, I, I remember a few months back when we were at a hotel and <laughs> we were at a hotel bar and, uh, you know, we were having a good night and we went up to the bartender and we said, I, I went up to her and I said, Hey, what do you think about Jesus? What does Jesus mean to you in your life? And she was like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> why you would you ask me that? Why would you ask me that? Why, <laughs> why would you talk to me about are you? religion or politics? You don't talk about religion and politics. And it was almost like something like you don't talk about in your life. And and it's, it's a random example, but it's, it's how some people will view certain topics and things like you just don't talk about those things. And for us as Christians, like obviously we know where our faith lies and where our belief lies, but outside of all of those conversations that we've dove into enough, it's how do you breach those conversations with people and just show your love towards people in a way that, um, you know, you don't need to get into those conversations, but you just need to show God's love and the love that he has provided to us and show that in our lives to them in certain ways. So you look at that situationally as well. So if that bartender, like if we had been regulars, like if we'd been coming there for a while, if we had had other conversations, if we had, you know, shown interest in her life previously if we had had com- too much interest, well, I mean, just like <laughs> an appropriate amount of interest, an appropriate <laughs> amount of interest. Like anyway, so, you know, you have these conversations that I think it would have been completely differently received had there been some, you know, preparation, those, the groundwork laid, like you said, building that relationship that doesn't necessarily start with a, Hey, can I tell you about Jesus? You know, and that works for some people, but for some people, I think it's going to take, you know, those building of foundations. And I think that that's where we get into the personal aspect where we have those individuals that we can think of in our lives that, um, you know, we are called to love, but it's sometimes hard to love. So just taking the effort to have those conversations, to build those relationships, and then to kind of build that trust where you can have those types of conversations. I think that's that's where I'm heading towards the kind of individual um, portion of this. But do you guys have other mm-hmm. ideas on that? I think, you know, like as a 
as a Christian, um, it, it kind of comes down to how do we value people. Um, I'm reading or listening to Bob Goff, his latest one. I think Mike, you went through that one already. Undistracted. I love his stories because he's he's radical in the way that he just loves people, and he's creative, and he's always looking for ways to do it. And and I feel like we're kind of talking about that a little bit too. How do we love people that um, we don't agree with or don't necessarily like? And I think part of it it comes from well, we know we're super screwed up as people as well. And that we're, we fall very short of what many other people probably think we should be. And um, I'm sure there's tons of people that don't like me. But it doesn't mean that... Um, you got three sitting right here. <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how, how are we supposed to act with other people? Well, like we should be. Um, we should not keep... We shouldn't be doing anything intentionally to make someone, let's say, dislike you. And we should be bending over backwards to look for ways that we can love people well. Um, and that's hard. You know, it's really hard to do. Um, do, do does everyone deserve that? No. <laughs> do we deserve do it? Do we deserve it? No. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, but, so I think it comes back to like, what's our perspective of, of people? Um, do we value everyone equally? Um, a lot easier said than done. In reality, no, we don't. We, like, we don't value people that are different than us as much as people that are similar to us. Like we relate, it's easier to relate to people that way. It does, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't try. I think if we're completely honest, yeah, we we don't like people that are very different from us because we can't relate to them, and that's a way that we connect with people. But doesn't mean we shouldn't try. And um, I think that's a it's a noble goal. To engage with people that aren't like us, um, and then just to be outrageously creative and uh, trying to connect with other people. Because the other thing as well, I, I think you know we haven't talked about stereotypes. Like we all stereotypes. So we're all thinking someone is a certain way. And they may not be too. Like it might just be that first layer that is gruff or nasty or insensitive. And deep down, I think we've had enough personal conversations with people to know that there's always so much more going on behind the scenes with people. And once we actually engage with them, it's kind of like, all right, um, now I know why you reacted this way when this happened, or now I know why you're wired this way. Like I would be the same exact way. There's, there's sympathy and empathy as well. I think woven into that. So, um, those are just things that come to mind for me. And I was going to say like, kind of along your point like how you know we should view everybody equally like thinking back like as a christian how does god view this person that's like a non-believer like this is this is the missing sheep out of 99 that christ is willing to go out and hunt for and so like they like wherever they're at today that doesn't mean that's where they're going to end up so like i'm treating this person who's still made in god's image still a child of god even if they're not a believer right now and they're not professing face and, and, they're, and they're going the opposite direction of that like they're still a child of god they're still someone that he values and he is willing to die for so that should that should frame up how my interaction looks to your point like we should treat everybody well we shouldn't go out of our way to like treat someone poorly yeah. um but especially like a non-believer that is 
like we can have an influence on that and the way that they view Christ by yeah. our actions that should spur us to go go above and beyond like you said like be creative be um be more willing to step out in relationship and it puts us in an uncomfortable spot cuz they might think we're dumb they might think you know whatever our reasonings are like dumb so like we feel like we got to be on the defensive but it's like God's got it ultimately like we can be secure in that and and be okay to just be willing to be offended a little bit but like put ourselves out there for a relationship that we can then have an influence for eternity on so let's talk about some specifics then because we're we're talking pretty surface level stuff here and ultimately if we're trying to reach somebody it's it's hard to be able to to take somebody that you have a very differing opinion to uh, as far as how to live your life whether it's a mm-hmm. christian or a non-christian and and how we approach that i mean so how are some practical ways that we go about somebody who clearly has some differing opinions than us and approach conversations with them and a life with them if it's somebody that we have a close relationship with or we can have a close relationship with i think it all all depends on the situation right like if this is a a someone that's in my oldest son's class like we build a relationship with them they have a kid in that class too they're going to do sports together not all those people are going to be super close friends all the time so it's i think the bible says like you season your conversations with salt like you i think church and our relationships and god is if that's part of your life like that's going to come out in your conversations that you have and i think you kind you get a feel for where people are just in general in their life where they're like oh good for you i don't want anything to do with church like you kind of know fairly quickly if you're if you're willing to talk about those and you can bring them up in a soft way and not in a, like a beat you over the head kind of a way, but just be like, Oh, like, well, you know, I can't spend the night. He's, you know, we got church in the morning. Like we're going to go to that. We go to that as a family mm-hmm. and, and you see how they react. And then that you take the conversation from there. So I think it's like anything else, like social cues that you take depending on, you know, to read the situation, where are they at, where are they at with their faith your your kid's going to be in class with them for X number of years together. You're going to see them. So be, you know, season that conversation with salt, like a little bit, like they should know what you're about. If they have questions, they'll come to you. If they don't want anything to do with it, they'll try not to bring it up. It's a little harder at that point, but like, I feel like they should know where you stand. Right. And like, if they, st- if they know where you stand, they want to invite you over like for something, or you still want to invite them over for something, then like, by all means do it. As I was going to say, like, don't back away from the relationship. Like yeah. just because there's a difference of opinion, like try to continue the relationship. I would say be intentional about continuing the relationship, make opportunities to just talk to the person, see how they're doing, like be intentional about, like how you interact with them, um, you know, maybe just text them randomly if you have that kind of relationship. Like, hey, like just wondering how you're doing. Um, so I, I think the important thing is not backing away but leaning in. Uh, Matt mentioned Bob Goff, and that kind of reminds me. Like he, he kind of 
personifies the kind of overflow of Christ's love to me. Like he's just so full of Christ's love that it kind of spills out of him. Like you can read it in his stories, you can see it like in his like interviews and stuff where it's just like he understands the source of how he feels loved. And so he's able to push that out into the world. I would love to live a life of one week in Bob Goff's mind and <laughs> yeah. see what goes on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just reading his books is entertaining enough, but yeah, I couldn't imagine living there for a week. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just it feels like he's looking for opportunities to. It's not about him, it's about loving the other person and uh, finding ways to show them that they are loved in some way. Mm-hmm. One thing I really liked about the recent book is they actually. He, I don't. He he may have done this in previous books. I just don't remember it. But I remember a specific story that he talked about how he um, there were some people in the crowd at a event that he was at. They were really nasty and irritating to him, and he blew up on them. But like hearing, so hearing that, like yeah. almost was was really good to me because I'm like, all right, the, <laughs> the guy's human. The, yeah. He is yeah. right. We're all human, and so that's He's part not of all it. love all the time. Yeah. Right, like we do have love to have. does blow up on me. <laughs> 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 love does suck sometimes. <laughs> but that maybe that's another part of it too. Is like we we know we're not going to do perfect, and are we willing to humble ourselves and apologize later, or humble ourselves and uh, make amends at least like I you mm-hmm. know, obviously there's every situation is different this is very general like yeah you should humble yourself but you know there's some horrible things that go on as well yeah. Um, so yeah easier said than done again but um, you know, even someone like him um, all of us we, we have we're gonna we're gonna have missteps in this yeah um, hopefully we're uh, humble enough to be able to at least try to repair relationships. And the, and that's another part of it too is, you know, we're, we're going to have, we have broken, messy relationships. You know, I can think of a handful in it right now that I'm like, I, I'm dropping the ball on this one. Um, I'm not being intentional enough in this relationship. Um, there's, you know, there are, there's some regrets there that I have just yeah. thinking through sitting right now. Like I, I know I could do better at this. So it's funny. You mentioned uh, how, you know, the power of apology. Like we've talked about that with our kids in some of our episodes where we talked about what it means to kind of demonstrate Christ to your kids and the power of an apology from you. So I think that that relates to this situation too. Like you mentioned, he blew up on those people, but then did he have enough presence to go and apologize and kind of own up to it? Cause I think that's a huge thing that's probably missing in our society is the willingness to take responsibility to own up to your actions and then to ask somebody for forgiveness. Um, I think that that itself could be an act of love. We talk about our kids and apologizing and I think that plays well into this and I think it also plays well into the relationships that we've created with our wives and why we pursued a a godly relationship in the beginning like each one of our wives are very different in ways than each of us and they play on our weaknesses uh, where we might fall short in some ways like 
for me, Sarah is very good at being intentional in ways of showing love to people and being very um, just loving and showing kindness into ways to show support into whatever that might be going on in their lives. Like uh, I'll mention a scenario because uh, at least right now our this one neighbors of ours, they don't know anything about the podcast. I doubt <laughs> they would listen to this, but maybe they do at some point and that'd be fine. Uh, but like recently they, you know, I, I don't think they're Christians based on our conversations that we've had with them. Um, and what we know, but they're, they've both been very focused on their retirement and what they're going to do now with their retirement and the time that now they get to spend not working and what they're going to do now with that free time. And so we, we had a, a $50 gift card and we just gave that gift card to them on the day like they had mentioned it to us, like a date that the one was going to be retiring. And so we were like, made it a point to have the boys put together a card and give that to them. And we don't have much of a relationship with them. And even, even just as simple as a $50 gift card, like it brought tears to the, to her eyes of like, you know, wow. Like, why did you, why did you even do that? Like, we're not close. We don't have much of a relationship. (laughs) Like, why would you do something like that? And just even something like that could trigger more conversations in the future about what their main purpose is and why they're living for retirement. And maybe there's other things to live for and who knows like where that goes from there. But it starts with the gestures of showing love and kindness towards people and showing what God has given to us as far as love and kindness, because man, if, if anybody has not deserved any kind of love or kindness, it's us, it's everyone, it's me, it's you it's anybody. We are all sinful. We're all broken. And if we can take a little bit of that and show that to somebody that doesn't know that kind of love and grace that we've been given and that we know that we've been given, then maybe that opens the door to a conversation of maybe this life means something a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, without a guy, like what's the reason to be nice to people? Yeah. Why? You know, like why does what's it the matter? Purpose? Um, just make, cause it makes you feel good. Right. It's nice to live in a friendly society. I'd like to get a few more gift cards. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out there listening? I'll take, I'll take this, some. This is where it's like, I can easily get deep into a conversation on what is truth. And yeah. what is, <laughs> why do we even do any of that? Like, cause we, yeah, we got into like ob- objective morality versus subjective morality. So uh, to Matt's point, why would we even, be nice or treat anybody well if there is no God, if there's no objective moral standard. Just um, look out for yourself. If right. That's all yeah. that matters. Just do you, man. <laughs> you well, do you. I mean, YOLO. And you look your, at the news. Your truth. You, like this past week, I feel like it was tough. Like you had the uh, the school shooting. Um, mm, right. Really heavy. And obviously, like, don't know all the details, haven't followed it super close. But you think about, I just think about like mental health in general and people. And it's like, you know, <laughs> people could use more $50 gift cards and um, <laughs> nice gestures. You know, like those, just human wise, I feel like uh, we should be <laughs> a little nicer. Um, as Christians specifically, we've got a reason. And I, and I you know, it does kind of yeah. scare me when I think of, um, like I have a reason, but I, you know, does everyone else have reasons to to do that or not, you know, to go just to be generous, just to be generous and mm-hmm. kind and 
luckily there's a ton of really great kind people that are just naturally that way um but why but again why, you yeah. get that objective moral standard yeah uh, yeah that's a good question and you know i think maybe to to land the plane here a little bit but i think one of the common themes that we all kind of talked about was intentionality so really taking the time to focus on others and i think our our be noble pillar kind of highlights the call to look outside ourselves look towards other people and you know focus on those things and i think if we can remember to be the hands and feet of christ if we can remember to showcase god's love and if we can remember that we are loved uh you know infinitely i think that'll go a long way towards loving others yeah challenge of the week uh find a practical way of putting it into action yeah you know like Mm -hmm. just find i think it's uh addicting when you start doing that too yeah it's it's great And, and don't do it obviously for a response but um you know, that's a little challenge for you guys. Let's yeah. do let's do that. Come up with your own ways. Use Mike's idea. Find somebody that you can just give a, a little gift card to. I mean, if, even if it's not 50 bucks, just give a $5 gift card to someone. Say, hey, thinking about you mm-hmm. or think you might need this or yeah. they want you to have this. Yeah, if you have any really super creative things, feel free to yeah. share them with Tag us. us. We'd love to share hear. it on social media. We'd love to see it. Yeah, because for me... um. I'm bad with it and I literally if I don't have it in my phone calendar I don't do it (laughs) so anytime I think of like I have a recurring event in my phone twice a week to be intentional in certain ways so be intentional with the boys be intentional with Sarah uh, give a random random act of kindness in a certain way to somebody so that I can trigger my thoughts into a way to do something that would show kindness and show God's love in a way that I would not think of otherwise because my brain doesn't work that way. (laughs) So I literally have to put it in my phone. Otherwise I don't do something nice for someone. Right. (laughs) Do something nice. Don't just think about yourself because you are a selfish human being. Put a daily reminder maybe. Yeah, (laughs) maybe maybe twice a day. I don't know. I put twice in my day just to focus on God and focus my intentionality on him because if I don't do that, I don't do that either. Like I, I think that that's a good point too. Not everybody is wired the same. So we're not right. all we're not all gifted the same, yeah. but we are all called to love everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do what it takes to do that. Right? Show I encourage that you to make those intentional acts. Do it this week. Let us know about it. Yep. All right. Good topic, boys. Yep. We well, have. Peace. Love you. Core for life. Yep. I said a core for life. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly.